I have trouble sleeping at night. I have bad dreams, like I'm falling. I wake up scared. Sometimes it takes me a while to remember where I am. He just was in so much pain that he, you know, took it out on his mom and took it out on his, out on his siblings. But it's almost like he didn't, he didn't feel worthy because he was rejected. And I don't know how anybody deals with having your whole family reject you. He was searching for whatever made him feel like he wasn't alone and that he wasn't so different. Well, I know some people will say that um, that I treated maternally, took care of him, but I'd like to think it was more I was trying to nurture him rather than take care of him. Trying to nurture who he was and get him to let him do his art, let him do his music and encourage him to get better at it as opposed to trying to stifle it. But also not trying to be the mom, but trying to be a nurturing girlfriend or friend. So who would support him? Me. And what would he do all day while you were at work? It's kind of funny because sometimes you just sit there and watch TV for four hours and you think he wasn't creating, but he'd be playing guitar while he was doing that or think of stuff later and then you know, you go out for a few hours, you come back, and there's a painting on the wall, or there's a big comic strip, or whatever, he wrote a song, you know, recorded it.
sometimes he would come home, I think, to hide. And it was really bad. He started getting sores and he was losing weight and nodding out. I was pretty sure he knew I knew. But I decided one time to just confront him. And I went up to his bedroom and was sitting on the side of the bed. And he was crying because I'd just arrived. And he knew it was breaking my heart. But I, and I talked to him about it. And he burst into tears. And he, he was just ashamed. I've been hearing that the world is ending. I've heard it so much these days that I can either completely ignore it or never leave my house again. That is, if I actually left my house for things that don't directly enable me to keep my house safe. I've been thinking about driving nowhere. I've been thinking about becoming a box inside a locked room, inside a dark house at the dark end of the street. I want to go away until I'm gone. It takes so much less energy to not exist than it does to exist and get burned. I've been burned so much, I'm not me anymore. I'm a stupid puppet version of me. I got strings that lead to nowhere. Nothing is pulling on me. I wish someone would drag my hand out of hiding and sign my name on the dotted line. There are days when I can't find the sun, even though it's right outside my window. When getting out of bed feels like the key in the doomsday machine. So on those days, this is what I tell myself. Whatever you're feeling right now, there's a mathematical certainty that someone else is feeling that exact thing. This is not to say you aren't special. This is to say, thank God you aren't special. I too have kissed no one goodnight. I've launched myself from tall places and hoped no one would catch me. I've ended relationships because suddenly I was also exposed, but isolation is not safety, it's death. If no one knows you're alive, you aren't. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, it does make a sound, but then that sound is gone. I'm not saying you'll find the meaning of life in other people. I'm saying other people are the life to which you provide the meaning. See, we're wrong when we say, I think, therefore I am. The more we say it, the more it sounds like, I think, therefore I will be. You can't think your way into a full table. You can't think and make walls and a roof appear around you. I have thought and thought myself into corners made of words and nightmares. And what has it gotten me but more thoughts? A currency that only buys more currency. So please, if you want to continue existing, do something. Learn to make clouds with only your breath. Build a house, even if every wall leans to the left. Love it anyway, just like a season, just like a child. Love how you hate yourself sometimes, because at least there's still something to hate. I know how easy it can be to think and keep thinking until you are the last person left on earth. Until the entire world becomes no larger than the space between your bed and the light switch. But I hear the world's ending soon. When we go, and we're all gonna go, I will be part of it.
It's not your fault. I know. No, no, you don't. It's not your fault. I know. It's not your fault. Alright, don't fuck with me, Sean, not you. It's not your fault. Sometimes, revealing one millionth of my ocean of pain. With a drop which flows on my face and is close to embracing my throat, and I taste this salty, salty ocean of pain. Until I see weed and I float. I breathe deep and I hope that these deeper emotions will bottle up after this bottle is down. And I can't speak as a joke, but no hardy hard basil brush. This is an ocean of damaged love. Which sinks into infinity and carries on till my battered lungs collapse and the pain's unsurpassable. But I don't die, I just carry on. As I dived in the ocean of pain off the beach of sanity and happiness my fingertips automatically felt the burn of hell. I learned that the burn don't melt or make me turn to gel the burn just burns until your whole body's immersed and turns what you learn and all of your concerns which worse will swell into nothing because everybody fucking dies even if they don't deserve it well. I might deserve it because I'm portrayed as perfect but personally this person's worthless. It isn't a cry for help. Angelic people are heavenly but even if they're beside me well they can't get inside my mind and tell me how to survive this hell. Thank you, but enough of your fake sympathy. I'd rather be alone with some boys and some drinking weed and listen to a classical symphony and there I can cry myself and drown into this ocean of pain. You see a knife of incontentness stabbed me mid-2011 and the wound still bleeds today. This drought of melancholy upon me but I still believe there's rain even if my brain doesn't see the rain. I'm crowning my own perceptions so even if they don't see the rain I believe the pain will leave one day. And I know I'm kind of loud about sadness. It's probably because I'm kind of proud of my madness and I won't lessen the noise. I realise that every utensil given to you in this game of life can change your life. So I'm blessed with these toys. 
And I realised, I reckon depression ain't choice. I reckon depression is learning, realising and expressing a voice. So when I grow in this game, I keep telling myself that I know that I'm sane. I keep drinking and keep sinking in this ocean of pain.
to be with you. You just tell me where you are. I don't think so. Are you still in Kono? Because I can get someone there to help you. I'm really happy I met you. You know that? Yeah, I'm... Um, I'm really happy I met you too. Um... I wish I could be there with you. That's all right. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Driving straightly into a divider, revering off into a dip. 
or to wait to nobody's home before I sneak into the kitchen, get the sharpest knife I can find and cut a line across the wrist as I watch the man that I hate the most bleed to death, or to get in a long sleeve shirt and tie it tightly around my neck and squeeze it as hard as I can as I look at the vein going down the middle of my forehead and feel the discoloration in my hand. The most dangerous thing about depression is it'll make you feel like nobody understands you. So then you suppress it. Bury it under a smile so that nobody can detect it. And go through your life pretending as if your life is unaffected by your hardships and your trials because you don't want Christians to think you're weak. So you put on a smile like a joker when you're not really happy. Your heart just plays apart like you're happy when actually your heart is a dark night. You cannot be Batman forever. Wow. You cannot hide the true feelings in the back cave in your own pity and try to save everybody else for you yourself or got them sitting because eventually your dark night rises, causing the Christian inside of you to fail, robbing you of your joy like a Debbie Downer, so you overindulge on little Debbies because you can't remember the last time anybody said or fed you something so sweet, so you eat until you can drown out the voices of weeping and mourning and gnashing of teeth underneath the sound of chocolate, comfort squishing between your cheeks until you become so obese on the fact that you lack self-worth that it becomes so much easier to commit suicide than to actually live with the hurt on you how you feel. The courage it takes to crack a joke that you know that none of your friends are going to laugh at. But still having the confidence in yourself to not want to commit suicide 10 minutes after you fail. I know how it feels to have friends who are more concerned about the Twitter updates on their joy than to listen to you express when your heart has a void. I know how it feels to be the 11th man in a 5-on-5 basketball game not chosen to be the third wheel in every conversation. I know how it feels to be in high school and having to take your lunch and eat your lunch on the toilet seat in the bathroom because you were never taught how to make friends. I know how it feels to think about suicide more than you think about Jesus. But being too scared to admit it because of what people will say, because you think they're going to view you as a backslider for your honesty rather than as a real Christian for taking off your masquerade. I know how it feels. To see Michael Jackson's You Are Not Alone to Yourself Even though it's a secular song Because you're trying to convince yourself That you are not alone Because you're trying to convince yourself That God is still here with you I know how it feels To touch the one tie telephone cords Around your neck Thinking you'll get a better reception If you just hang it up To want to C-section your wrists And watch the red gush Like a bloody waterfall to think about jumping every time you cross a bridge. I know how it feels to feel so hopeless that you don't even have a desire to live. live, live. So long as you 
Do you know what depression feels like? It feels like a thousand pound weight holding your body down in a pool of water, barely reaching your chin. So no matter how bad your neck hurts, you gotta keep your head up to survive. It's looking at the sky, seeing how far away heaven is from you right now. It's how much you hate now, and every second after it. It's the feeling after you realize that, that one thing that you want so passionate is drifting past your tips. And each time you reach to grab it, you get a mouthful of water and you sacrifice drowning. Depression is the pressure bouncing against your chest. Asthmatic air keeps seeping in, even though I don't want to breathe again. Depression is finally falling asleep and waking up so pissed off for no apparent reason in the morning. It's a constant state of mourning when the only thing that died is your pride. It's pushing everybody that loves you as far away from you as humanly possible because I don't deserve them. Desert them before they desert me. It's quicksand sinking. It's feeling alone in a room full of people. It's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. No, really, really, I'm good. <laughs> it's applying a clown face and pretending everything is cool and content when you know you will explode any minute. Depression is four hydrocodones, two x pills, and a poetry show. Feeling like the biggest hypocrite in the world. It's tears that'll never fall from your cheek. Fear of adding to the water, I'm already chin deep in. Yeah, I wanna die, but not that way. Maybe Kurt Cobain-like, possibly Chris Benoit-type, partly Chris Farley. Feeling like the biggest clown in the smallest circus. Worthless. When will my best be good enough anyway? It's being afraid of being alone with your own thoughts in an empty apartment but not wanting anyone around you it's going to the bathroom in total darkness not wanting to see your own reflection it's taking five showers a day at least and still not feeling clean depression is the demon at the bottom of a zolot bottle depression is the reason i called into work today and yesterday and the day before that and the day before <laughs> I could get a hundred hours of sleep and still feel tired as hell searching for a clear definition of self it's the thanks for nothing look you give the people who tell you to pray and everything will be okay but the only explanation is crazy but you wouldn't call me crazy if you knew how much I hate me it's biting your nails till your fingers bleed. It's steadily grinding your teeth. Depression is the reason this poem has no ending.
for the days when I wanted to die. I beg of you, before I'm six feet beneath the soil, before the maggots hug my flesh into a shivering carcass, speak of me as I am. Nothing false nor set down aught in malice, I pray that you will tell them that I died a proud man, that I was one who never spoke unless it improved upon silence. Tell them that I never moved unless it improved upon stillness. This here was no walk in the park, that life felt like a cigarette break during a one-night stand. There were mornings when I wanted to staple my eyelids shut because the sunrise was a horror film. I never wanted to wake up and tell them I wasn't perfect. Speak of fear. Speak of discouragement. Speak of the days when I shattered as loud as dynamite hissing through a funeral. How I danced through the gauntlets during day and still made it home in time to kiss my mother goodnight. Speak of gladiators. Speak of honor. Speak of the times when my eye sockets swamped my nights into a river. Tell them that I was honest and felt everything. Tell them that I didn't hide. That an army of hooded men with sickles introduced themselves to my front door and my fist was a pistol. Tell them that I was a righteous man, that I was a righteous man, that I was my brother's keeper. I held my friends tight like the first drop on a roller coaster. Speak of loyalty, speak of the wars us kings fought against the blood leeching demons, goblin like creatures with mouths as wide as the gates of hell, hijacking my serenity until it set ablaze like a church in the south. Speak of heart, speak of these equator arms that wrapped around the women I found paradise in. Tell them, tell them that I was one who loved not wisely but far too well. That, that I was never afraid to wear my heart on my outfit and I adored the things that my wife would one day hate about herself. Tell them. Tell them that I picked up my son every single day and told him he was a miracle. That, tell them. Tell them I kept it real. Tell them that I kept it funky. Tell them I kept it 100. Tell them I kept it G up from my feet up. That I was real rap raw in the flesh. That, that I lie, lie like a dungeon dragon. That they try to lock me but they try to lock me in a cage and I and I regurgitated balls behind balls behind balls like, like, like Brahmin is the fighting me. Devil tried to lie to me. Dancing in my brain, clip, boom, it's lobotomy. Poetry is proud. My homies on the side of me. Saving lives, being kings, loving all the God in me. Tell them. Tell them I found the Lord in this microphone and I loved him. I loved him fiercely that every single time I open my voice box, I reveal the truth. What is math? What is math? What is logic? There was only God. Tell them, speak, speak of, tell them that I was monument. Tell them that I was scripture. I beg of you before I'm six feet beneath the soil.
sign on my back that says save me? No. Do I look like I need that? No, God, I just want to be with don't you because bullshit. I love you. Don't bullshit me. Don't I you fucking bullshit me. I love you. I want to hear you say that you don't love me. Because if you say that, then I won't call you. And I won't be in your life. I had always heard your entire life flashes in front of your eyes the second before you die. First of all, that one second isn't a second at all. It stretches on forever, like an ocean of time. For me, it was lying on my back at Boy Scout camp, watching falling stars. yellow leaves from the maple trees that lined our street. Or my grandmother's hands and the way her skin seemed like paper. And the first time I saw my cousin
I guess I could be pretty pissed off about what happened to me. But it's hard to stay mad when there's so much beauty in the world. Sometimes I feel like I'm seeing it all at once, and it's too much. My heart fills up like a balloon that's about to burst. And then I remember to relax. And stop trying to hold on to it. And then it flows through me like rain. And I can't feel anything but gratitude for every single moment of my stupid little life. You have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm sure. But don't worry. You will someday. someday.